Hey folks, I'm Tom. And I'm Vince. Welcome to Friday Night Beers, a show about two guys who know a little bit about beer and a lot more about pop culture and other topics, trying some beers and trying to describe them to you in a way that you might understand. But that you probably won't. Either way, we hope you'll find it entertaining. Yeah, we know it's been a long week and we know that you could use some entertainment, so... Uh, that's why we're sitting here right now, ready to try some of these bad boys. That's right. So what do we have on tap today? Oh, today we've got a local favorite. This is um, honestly one of my favorite local breweries. Uh, the beer is called Bodum. Okay. It's from Half Acre Beer Company right here in Chicago, Illinois. Oh, that's like a 10, 15 minute Uber away. It sure is. Um, and Bodum is one of the more famous IPAs from this local establishment. It's got an alcohol percentage of 6.7% um, and an incredibly vague description on their website that simply says, Bodum represents how we're feeling about go-to IPA in today's spectrum of plants and brewing perspective. Vince, do you want to translate for that for us? Yeah, so as far as I can tell based on my... Extensive research, there are three hop varietals in this bad boy, uh, one of which is Mosaic. For those of you who don't know, I know a couple people who are already frothing at the mouth hearing Mosaic. It's a popular, popular hop varietal. Myself included, I, I did enjoy a Mosaic IPA in Dallas. There he is. Tom Doherty, the guy who travels to drink Mosaic IPAs. <laughs> But go on, continue. Anyways, please. Mosaic presents a complex bouquet of earthy pine and fruit aromas from berry to mango. I like all those things. Yeah. Don't know about you. Idaho number seven. These hops have flavors and aromas best described as piney, tropical, fruity, citrusy, earthy. I'm sensing a trend here, Tom. I don't know about yes. you. Yes, yeah. And cashmere, which is a hop that has a unique aroma of herbal, spicy, and melon flavors with citrus fruits. So it seems like we might have a little bit of a juicy flavor on this bad boy, if I had to guess. Yeah, and also Cashmere, a great Led Zeppelin song. Yeah, that's the one that goes Oh no, you I'm sorry. You're thinking of Good Lord, that's the one that's the one from Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one also from Oh God, School of Rock. Yeah. School of Rock has the correct cashmere. I, I apologize. No, no, no. School of Rock doesn't have cashmere. They both have the same one. It's the, the immigrant song. Yeah. Come yeah. to the land of the ice and snow. Yeah. But cashmere is, yeah, that's like, that's been on a couple Chevy commercials, I'm sure. Really? Yeah. So uh, that's interesting to me because, you know, Chevy was all about the Like a Rock campaign for something. Like a Rock. <laughs> Oh. You are from Detroit, so you know your your automotive. I know brands. my automotives. That's yeah. right. Um, well, sorry for the side tangent. I think we should just. <laughs> I'm not sorry. <laughs> you should just You're welcome. Get, get right into this. <laughs> right. Uh, this is Bodum IPA from Half Acre. Um, also, I want to note that the can is a volcano, uh, which it, is really interesting. But it seems to be a volcano that will never erupt because the lava is backed up halfway. It's. It's a volcano with blue balls. Oh. <laughs> I, I didn't think of it that way, but um, I will just come right out and say that I'm pre I'm predisposed to liking half acre beers because I one of my favorite all time beers is from this brewery. What is it? Uh Daisy Cutter. Okay. And I think that 
I would compare this to just how anytime Christopher Nolan makes a movie, like I automatically want to give it an A right away because I'm I'm such a huge fan of his work. What's so, the worst Nolan movie? Um, Insomnia. Insomnia. Yeah, you probably haven't even seen it. Al Pacino is in it. He oh. plays an Alaskan uh, detective. Al Pacino plays like three different roles it's an alaska it's it's a it's a detective a small town detective yeah uh a double crossing fbi agent or a gangster yep yeah um so i'm gonna try to eliminate my bias with this one because i just love this this place i've had this before full disclosure uh so i'm looking forward to having it again and thinking about how i feel about it cheers cheers Ooh, okay. Right yeah. away, I like it. It's delicious. Yeah. It's really delicious. It's, And I think we talked about this in the past while, we've, while we're deciding, you know, what we should do next. This, to me, this strikes me as almost Chicago's two-hearted, per se, if that makes sense. And for those of you who had, didn't have the benefit of the doubt of, or the benefit of our conversation before, let me explain. Two-hearted from Bell's. I'm sure most of you have heard about it at this point, but it started off as a craft brew and a very, very well-done IPA over in the west side of Michigan, and then it just sort of blew up and became very popular, and I think Bodum is along that same track. It's not quite uh, at the level that Too Hard it is, but it's it's one of those that if you say it in Chicago, I think a majority of people will either say, I've had it. Or they'll say, I haven't had it. Then they'll try it and say, oh, I've had this before. Yeah. And I think I'm in that latter camp because I can't tell you if I've tried this before. But it feels like something I've tasted many times and have loved. Um, if I was to if I was to compare this to something you guys might be familiar with, uh, I would compare it to the film The Nice Guys. The Nice Guys... Who's in that? So that is a movie with Ryan Gosling and Russell Crowe. Mm. They play two cops. It's a buddy oh, comedy. It's so good. And here's here's the genesis of this film. These two guys, they wanted to make a movie together. They didn't have a script. They said, somebody write us a script that would work for us as a comedy, and we will wait until it's ready. And <laughs> they, they did wait, and somebody did. It was a guy named Shane Black, who you might know from Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, or Iron Man 3, both starring Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, of course. But You know those equally as well. Yeah. But just think about it. Like It's a great idea with great actors, um, a well-made product. Like All of it makes sense, so why wouldn't that combination make sense? And I felt like when you were just describing that beer before we even tried it, I was like, this sounds like something I'm really going to enjoy, and it lived up to the hype. This, this to me feels... I think the Nolan movies is, is an excellent... Uh, an excellent description of it. Yeah. It's along those lines. It's it's you know it's it's one where you know based on if I were to it, like literally anything if an album gets released you look at an album you you either have one of three reactions one is oh boy that's going to be terrible I think that's going to be good yeah or I don't know about that and this falls directly into that this is going to be good. Yeah. I know it. And, and then it is. I would say even right down to like the font. Like the font is kind of like like a big, bold, like it reminds me of the 70s. Oh, dude, that's fun. The font reminds me of the movie Aladdin, I'll be 100% honest. Oh, well, another great okay. classic. Jafar. <laughs> I, can we talk about, honestly, I, did Jafar get a bad rap? I don't know. 
Yeah, I mean, he was uh, he was not the most villainous Disney villain. There's, I don't know, dude. Sure. His remember his beard was so twisted. But he, I mean, he looked like a villain, but yeah. he wasn't the most evil of the Disney. Who's villain. the most evil of the Disney's? Ursula's pretty bad. Really? Yeah. Are you just saying that because she's a woman? I'm not saying that just because she's a woman. She's not a woman. <laughs> is she she's technically? A, is she a mollusk? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> She's got tentacles, right? Yeah. So what, I don't think mollusks have, do mollusks have tentacles. Mollusks can't sing like that for the most part. But yeah. Then again, are mollusks generally overweight as well? Yeah. Well, I don't think they wear eyeliner. I mean, we're <laughs> mascara. We are getting into some really like like talking about a topic I can't really speak to. I agree. Um, species and and science. I'm. It was within, never really my strong within suit. Disney, yeah. Um, I would say overall, as I drink this, I, now that I say it, it's quite a few times. But how many times do you actually believe it? And I'm, I think I'm thinking more along the lines of uh, entertainment. So you're talking movies, you're talking concerts, you're talking sports, sports, you're talking anything. Like great example. What are we talking? Like when we talk college football, what do we talk about right now? We talk about it's Alabama versus Clemson. How many times have you seen that matchup and go, I want more of that? It's pretty rare, I think. Yeah. And also, it gets kind of boring to see that over and over again. But, especially for a beer that's 6.7%, like that's a heavy beer. Pretty crushable. Most of the time, you have a beer like that, you're like, okay, like maybe one more of these and I'm good. But like, I could drink a lot more than just one of these if I really wanted to. I agree. And I, I think that's why they're starting to sell them in yeah. 10 and 15 packs. Yeah. And and not to, you know, plug another half acre product, but like that was, that's one of the reasons why I love Daisy Cutter so much is because even though it is an IPA, it is inherently far more crushable than most of those. And I think this is right in that wheelhouse. Yeah, I agree. Perhaps the volcano, it, do you think they're trying to give us some type of metaphor with the volcano thing? Yeah, I think I think what they're saying with it is uh, you're going to enjoy this. It's going to be fantastic. What's going to end up happening, though, after you inevitably have one too many yeah. is exactly what's on the can. You know, not to get a little too local with this, but you did used to live very close to this brewery. It's in Ravenswood, if I'm not mistaken. Absolutely right? uh, correct. And I can tell you on actually no hands how many times I went there when I lived there. <laughs> you never went when you I lived. never went when I lived there. I just didn't do it. I, To be honest, I was very unhappy about the fact I was there and I had no intention of exploring. Yeah, well, that's a shame because I know you didn't really care for that neighborhood, but um, you could have just ventured to this place even just one time. I, I have been there many times since, yeah. which is, I think, slightly ironic, but, yeah, you know, I would say, um, I would say I have, oh, here's an interesting one. I have been to more Detroit Pistons playoff games than I have... Uh, times to half acre. And how many times is that? I've been to three Detroit Pistons been playoff three, games. Three Detroit Pistons. Three playoff. of like you got to remember, right? Yeah. The Pistons were terrible for me growing yeah. up, and then they were really good. This is actually a, a theme of Detroit sports. 
<laughs> with the exception of the Red Wings who are doing it now. They're they're terrible, yeah. then they're good, and then they're terrible again. There is no like San Antonio is spoiled. Yeah. You know? I would I would equate it to like I would equate it to expecting what you what you get out of Michael Bay. Right? You saw Transformers, you're like, damn. This guy knows what he's doing. And you had another Transformers and a couple other movies where there were big explosions and you're like, Yeah, okay. And then it's just awful. And I think what we're going to experience in the next three to five years is a Michael Bay movie that everybody enjoys again. You think Michael Bay is going to have a comeback? It's a hot take, but I do think so. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I can't remember the last time I enjoyed a Michael Bay movie. And conversely, I can't remember the last time I didn't enjoy a beer that was from Half Acre. Fair enough. I really think that they just kind of have their... Their whole mystique down to a science, and um, you know, every time they they produce something, like I'm I'm pretty much interested in it. And oh, interesting. Yeah, I think that that's a good sign of a brewery because, like, a lot of breweries, you know, whether you go to them locally or you just like hear about them nationally, you know, occasionally they have a clunker or two, and it's not like your favorite. Sure. But I can honestly say I've never had a bad beer from this place which is very similar to my you know original comment about christopher nolan yeah Um, he's never made a bad movie and he's very often made incredible movies so um this just kind of lives up to that um that hype in my mind so here's what i'll say about that i don't disagree with you uh on the christopher nolan not making a bad movie i i I think even the most boring topics he's done a great job of. But we've had this in a can. I think it's time to have it in a glass. And I think truthfully that it's not going to change. We are still, I'm still going to believe that it's in the similar vein of never made a bad. So let me jump. And after I try this, I think I'm going to say it's in the same vein as Will Smith. Okay. Yeah, I've got mine in the glass too. Delicious. Yeah, it tastes the exactly same. the same. Really enjoy it. And I'm not just saying that. No. And I, I would go with it. And this is my this is my general hot take. Many people disagree. And they cite a very specific movie. But I personally believe that Will Smith's never made a bad movie. You don't think he's ever made a bad movie? I don't think he's ever made a bad movie. People go wild, wild west. They say, you know what? At the time, that was a blockbuster. People loved it. <laughs> yeah. People um, want to say Hancock. You know what? First half of that, first half, three quarters of that movie, phenomenal. Did it go off the rails? Of course. Was that Will Smith's fault? No. I have to say, After Earth was pretty bad. I forgot that was okay. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> now here's in my defense. In my defense, I forgot about that. If we are calling, I don't think we can call After Earth a Will Smith movie at all. He was in it, fair, but he was in it purely trying to launch his son's career. Isn't that arguably worse though? Like he used his status to. There's nothing have... more American than using your status to try and elevate your children so that they're not poor. <laughs> I don't think it was about poverty. I think he was trying to launch his son's career. Um, and also, ironically, Will Smith is far bigger on TikTok than his children are. Get out. Yeah. I just started a TikTok. I did my first one. You just did one recently? Yeah, I did. Oh, can you tell the listeners what your your handle is? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, At I Will just, Smith. <laughs> just can't just can't do it. Well, yeah. Will Smith, um, he he's is pretty big on TikTok and 
he was one of the first people I followed when I started my TikTok and all the way back in 2019. So. 2019? Yeah, but it was late 2019. It was, You're a TikTok OG. Yeah. Um, I, I have to say TikTok, like a lot of... Um, like a lot of beers I've tried, um, I like it less and less the more I'm exposed to it. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this, Tom. You golfer at all? Uh, I'm really bad at it, but I have golfed. Have you enjoyed it when you've gone? I've enjoyed it more lately than I have probably in the previous 10 years combined. Now, is that, is that more because of pandemic? You know, just the opportunity to get outside and spend four or five hours <laughs> I think day? I think I enjoy hanging out with with some buds and having a couple cold beverages and just doing my best rather than like how I typically approach sports which is um, I have to dominate you and be the best because right. there's no way I can do that in golf I agree uh, but what I will say is yeah, I'm gonna compare this to a, to a golf shot recently so I was in Tampa Bay recently and actually just last weekend and where we it was a golf trip so we were playing and one of my dear friends towards the end of a day of saturday drinking i'd hit one in the water and it was still visible and he said take your shoes off you're gonna hit it out of there and of course i said yeah why wouldn't i (laughs) yeah um and it was probably maybe green side so essentially if i got it over the hump i was gonna hop it on the green and uh naturally took my shirt off because i was drunk one two because didn't want to get it wet shot the shot and popped it onto the green and i gotta say the feeling that i had there is similar to the feeling i have drinking this bottom i was a little drunk so i I couldn't feel all the ecstasy but it felt good but it's very satisfying it's very satisfying and i think that's exactly what this bottom is yeah it's by no means a five but it's by no means a 3.5 i think I'm going to put this directly in the 4.25 Vinces out of 5 Vinces. Yeah, that that's perfectly reasonable. I'm going to give it a 4.5 out of 5. Wow. Just because I I think that all the stuff that they're doing, it's like deceptively simple, but it's but left in the hands of another brewer, I probably wouldn't trust it. Really? Yeah. So let me ask you this, you meet the head brewer at Half Acre, out of the bar. What are you doing? Uh, I shake his hand and I say, thank you for, um, first of all, for starting this business. Mm-hmm. Um, and thank you for getting me through so many movies at Logan Theater um, with, with my old favorite, Daisy Cutter. But also, thank you for, for bringing this into existence because this is a trusty hand that I trust to make a quality product. And... Um, you know, I just really, I really can't thank you enough. And also, do you have a food menu? Because I would love to have some of your food. Oh, so you're, I was saying you see him out and about. You are saying you're only going to see him at. Yeah, I'm assuming he doesn't leave the brewery ever. That's fair. He lives there. (laughs) How else would he get so good at this? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, also, like, if I did see him, like, elsewhere, I probably wouldn't just immediately launch into, like, you know, business. Would you buy him a beer? (laughs) Um... I probably wouldn't. I'm sure that's like that's like an old. <laughs> that's probably like a cliche move. I would absolutely buy him a beer, but I would buy him a beer that's not half acre. Y- yeah, this is my favorite beer. You're gonna love it, dude. Have you heard of Lagunitas? Because it is sick. <laughs> buy a beer. Buy him a beer, yeah. and immediately sit him down and go, "What's your favorite Nolan movie?" 
And don't say insomnia because we know we that's will last. fuck you up. <laughs> oh man! Well, this this has been a very pleasurable experience all around. I think I can... hate that you used that word, but we'll continue. <laughs> I'll work on my my closing, but uh, I'm, I'm Tom. Not better. Not better. I'm Tom. I'm Vince. This has been Friday Night Beers, where we have clear eyes, full cans, must booze. Thanks a lot.